ladies and gentlemen, please welcome D-Tech Smith yes. and Steve Mix. No. Yeah. You are now entering the Megacast. What's going on, Ted? Steve, we're back. We are back. It's like we never left, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, we put out an episode last week. Oh, you know, thank you. Were, you. Yeah, you know, Ted, sometimes it's hard to get in the studio, so I pulled the president of All Elite Wrestling. He works for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He runs uh, Fulham, the football club. Uh, he now just purchased Ring of Honor Wrestling. He's not very busy, and that's Tony Khan. <laughs> and uh, he stepped in, but you know he can only give me... It's hard talking to him. I can only do 10 minutes with him. after I got, I got bored. He got stuff to do. Yeah, I was like, Ted, Tony, you know Ted Smith. You got nothing motivational to say. You don't want to talk about other sports other than the teams that you own. You just want to talk about wrestling, and that's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) It's cool to have him. Uh, Dude, uh, it's funny, though. I do have a clip from Tony Khan that's getting a lot of of, uh, uh, press or a lot of conversation. I don't know if you noticed it. Someone shared the video. There's this this running joke that people are convinced that Tony Khan is hooked on Coke. Okay. I don't think he is. Granted, I don't know him, but... From the interviews I've done with him, like last week's interview, I had him on. I recorded that interview at 7 in the morning. So in, in so it's 10 a.m. East Coast. If he's on the East Coast, even. Like, he right. might have been in Vegas at that time because they had their big pay-per-view. They were doing everything in Vegas. So what's Vegas? An hour ahead? Two hours ahead? Uh, is it I ahead? Was, or is it West Coast time? Yeah, what time is Vegas right now? It's I, I think Vegas might actually sneak into our time zone. Did it change? I think at one point it didn't, but... You're probably right. Let's see. What What time is time it in Las Vegas? Vegas. Right now, baby. It is 11.49. It's the same time. Same time. That's what okay. I'm saying. I think yeah. they're in the West Coast. Yeah, so it was probably 7 in the morning when he did this. And he's full of energy. I mean, not to say that like somebody that like, likes a little booger sugar doesn't also get up in the morning. But you know what I mean? I, I, I can't imagine a guy running all those businesses is hopped up on Coke. But people are convinced that he is. And recently, he did a post-press uh, conference with CM Punk after the Double or Nothing pay-per-view where CM Punk won the title. On this tangent, I think he's just an excitable person that, ha- that runs high, kind of like BJ Shea. All right. But I'd love to see what you think. If you find yourself this video, if you somewhere out there, you find the full video, it's about six minutes or five minutes in. He goes on this tangent. It's fun to watch him, more fun to watch CM Punk because CM Punk's eyes are bugging at times. Like, dude, slow down, relax. Like, you could just see, like, in his face, like, like, it's a cool moment because Tony Khan's going to, he's basically speaking up in defense of CM Punk. All right. And which I think, at the end of the day, don't you want your boss to, like, be your biggest advocate? Yeah, 100%. Right. So somebody asked, uh, I guess, Eric Bischoff, the old wrestling personality that used to be with I know his name. Yeah, WCW. Yeah. He does a podcast. At some point, he said that CM Punk has been a financial flop for AEW. He's not as big of a deal as they thought he was going to be, so on and so forth. One of the reporters said that, and, dude... The minute he brought it up, CM Punk didn't even have a chance to say anything. All of a sudden, Tony Khan went into full aggro mode, and it's awesome. I have the audio, a clip of it for you to hear. He said that you were the biggest financial flop in wrestling. That's f***ing bullshit. <laughs> First of all, he's running the company. He just dropped the F and the S bomb That's awesome. Right? Yeah. I was like, I got goosebumps. I'm like, I want a boss like that. Oh, wait, we do have a boss like that. Ryan Castle's got a foul mouth. Yeah, he tends to curse. <laughs> Here he is. Uh, I edited it down, but I mean, it's basically like a two minute long thing I put down to about 40 seconds. No one wrestler has ever come in and made a bigger p- p- plus delta financial difference in the hit. What is 
plus dead. I don't know. That's, okay. that's too, like, that's, that's got, I, I don't know. I was just thinking too, it's like, I know some financial terms. I do not know that one. <laughs> I think he said the F and the S bomb. He's like, crap, people don't think I'm professional. Let me use a term that nobody knows. What it means. <laughs> Unless you run million dollar companies, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Like, I, Tony, I don't. If your family's a billionaire, you understand plus Delta. I don't personally though. Financial difference in the history of my company going into this is the third year anniversary this week. Uh, the matches he carried the Friday Night War, which, by the way, is a matter of record in f-ing court in the state of California that we won the Friday Night War. Just ask Jerry McDivitt because he f-ing wrote it. Who the hell is Jerry McDivitt? I don't know. <laughs> he effing wrote it. The Friday Night War. <laughs> and this guy won it. This f-ing guy, he. F- did the Friday Night War. He did the first dance. He's done the record double or nothing. He did the record all out in his debut. He's the biggest part of financial success in Let's the history of this company. Go. Let's f-ing go. Okay. I don't know. I'm because you're you're attacking one of his like guys. Yes. So to me, he just seems fired up and he's just pissed they even asked the question. I think he just runs high energy. It was funny because CM Punk's super straight edge. Doesn't touch alcohol, drugs, and people are joking that CM, uh, Tony Khan looked, sounds like he's like all hopped up on something. Also, I think he had like a red solo cup, so I think he was enjoying some alcohol. And it's just kind of funny. It's like that party where you're the sober one and your buddy's just wasted. Wait, and you said this was post an event? This was right after the pay per view that they just had. Yeah, okay. Last weekend. So, like, I'm not he's doubting. Hyped. Right. He might have had a cocktail, but oh, like, like, that doesn't sound like somebody all coked up to me. Because <laughs> also, like, he's proving his point. Like, Steve and I have been to enough parties where you got to listen to a cokehead try to make a point for freaking 25 minutes or half an hour. Then you go, all right, this dude's really high. <laughs> never been there and never experienced that, Ted. I don't know oh what you're talking about. Oh, my God, right? I'm just like, one of us is in the corner. Like, get me away from these people. See, that's, that's the funny part when I, everyone's going crazy on about him being on coke. I'm like, I've been around a lot of cokeheads. I don't think Tony Khan is a cokehead. Because that's what I'm saying. He's a co-host of the Megacast now, so I'm not going to crap on him. But (laughs) right, but he's like sticking to like trying to make the point. I think. I mean, look again. I wouldn't doubt he might have had a cocktail after the event. Oh, guaranteed. But I think he's just pissed off that like, oh, you're going to ask that at my press event. Oh, success in the history of this company. Let's go. Yeah, (laughs) let's effing go. I love how CM Punk kind of like says it under his breath. And knowing full well, because that's like Tony's catchphrase, let's effing go. All right. So I think he said it knowing that Tony Khan would be like, let's effing go, boys. Let's go. And then CM Punk answers it. Tony then chimes back in and starts going again, getting all heated. Finally, CM Punk, I wish I grabbed this audio, just goes, all right, Tony, we're good. We're good. Like, I appreciate it, but let's, let's pump the brakes. Let's effing go. So wait, all right. So what did you play that in the interview and ask him about it? No, this happened after the interview. Oh, okay. I talked to him last week. The pay per view happened on Sunday. All right. Yeah. So I just saw that on on the internet, and it's it's great. It's really fun to watch because if you watch CM Punk, who historically like has shared that like the thing he hated about being in the WWE was he never felt like he was the star guy there. Like they never treated him like he was a bankable star, even though he was doing great stuff for the WWE. And that was one of the many reasons why he left. So it's got to be surreal for him now. He just became the world champion, and he's got his boss cursing on his behalf. Yeah, that's good. Do you hear something? Yeah, am I losing my mind? We don't usually hear people in here. No, I think I heard something too. Oh, it's uh, it's Drew it's, in the other room. Oh, all right. He's right behind you. 
Oh, that's what it is. There we haven't a, had anyone in that room. There hasn't been another human behind us. No. In my, that's what's like, what in the hell is going on? Yeah, it's been a moment, dude. That is so weird. All right. This company, let's f***ing go. I mean, I like this guy. Dude, I do too. I think, and I have a couple friends that work there, and they all have nothing but great things to say about the guy. Like, he's just everybody's biggest supporter. Yeah, I just got to see what he looks like again. But yeah, you, I have a hard time thinking... If he's all doing coke, like, I, like I think that would show up in his business, right? It's, he's doing too much to be able to pull that off. I mean, then again, these are two non cokeheads talking about whether or not someone can do that. When obviously people on Wall Street have made like there's been movies about people running businesses while on coke. <laughs> Maybe he's on drops. Yeah, or he's microdosing. <laughs> have you seen the new Batman movie, The Batman? I've seen the first hour of it. All right. So, yeah, I gave up on it. Okay. I didn't mean to give up, but it's a running joke in our household. We never make it through an entire movie. Like We basically treat movies like television shows. We watch an hour. Sid falls asleep. I hit pause. And then we come back to it maybe in a couple of days. She falls back asleep. And then eventually we get to finish the movie. We just haven't done that with Batman because she had no interest in continuing to watch it. All right. So that's why I'm making a joke about he's on drops. Oh, okay. Because in the movie, it's like, ah, drop heads. Oh, that's right. That was the only interesting part of me. I was like, what the hell's a drop? Man, this is too many Batman. <laughs> Batman. Well, here's the thing, right? So, like, I had a fun weekend. By the way, I, I, I generally don't bitch too much about the weather in the Northwest. Sunday sucked. Dude. It dumped rain. Oh. Did you see that stat that said something like, in, in the month of May, in the past 10 years, this is how many hours have been over the degrees of 70? Yeah. And this, this year, it's like 50 hours, one one, 80 this one, 70 this one. This year, it's been five hours total in May that were over 70 degrees. Right. Like, I can't fathom that it's like June and summer's starting. Right. I'm like, oh, man, that stuff's only a month away because we just have been stuck in like w- like long winter. Oh, it's annoying when you get those Facebook memories that show you all the fun stuff that you were doing outdoors in the sun at this time last year, like playing yeah. in a kiddie pool with your daughter. It Right. It's just wild. Like That's what I'm saying. Like, so- and Sunday, like, rain rained yep. all day. Dump. Not, like, kind of misty. Like, I mean, it just came down all day. Oh, I'm ready for the summer. Yeah. So, anyhow. So, Sunday, I was at a buddy's house. We we still had a good time. Shot darts. You know, made a chicken, this and that. But, yeah. Mon- so, Monday, it's not raining. But I'm, like, not feeling the best. I'm, like, you know what? I'll watch the Batman. And then, yeah, I got, like, an hour and a half, two hours in. And I was, like, this is so dark and it's weird. It's very dark. Yeah, and the, like I don't remember it being that evil. And then I just sat outside of my deck and drank a beer so it wasn't raining. Dude, I it almost got to the point where I wanted like if it, like on your cell phone you can change the brightness on your phone. Like I wish yeah. it was like I was almost going to go into my TV settings and up the brightness on my TV just cuz I'm like this movie's putting me to sleep. It's like I'm watching something in the dark. Right. So they on the heels of the rainiest like Memorial Day weekend of all time. The most bummer movie. Yeah. I, I just right. All right. So I'm with you. I just gave up. But I get people love like comic books and all this stuff. And I would sit here and be like, Yeah, I like Batman. But I was like, I don't know. This emo Batman's not doing it for me. <laughs> and I'm just making that joke because it's Robert Pattinson. <laughs> If you want to watch a fun brainless film, I might have suggest on Netflix Senior Year with, with uh, Rebel Wilson. Oh, all right. It's 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 as dumb as you can imagine, and it's awesome. Like it's it's like one of those, like you spend so much time watching all the like we were just recently on uh, watching that television docu. It's a it's a it's a biography about or it's a based on real story of a woman that killed like her neighbor who is uh, 
also having an affair with the neighbor's <laughs> husband. It's called Candy. All it's right. It's got Jessica Biel in it. It's All right. dark. It's really good, but it's like heavy. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not, it's not a feel-good film or a television show. So like, let's just watch something that's dumb and fun. And we're on Netflix. I'm like, ah. Rebel Wilson, senior year. It's about her going back to high school. I was like, all right, why not? She's in her 30s. That makes sense. It turns out the movie, and it's funny. It's like it's like those old school comedies where she's a cheerleader. She gets dropped in her head when they throw her in the air. She goes into a coma for 20 years, wakes up, <laughs> wakes and she's 37. Up and she's, and she's in high school. <laughs> and she's like still got the high school mentality, but she's an adult. And so that's where the hilarity ensues. And, you know. It, oh, I might watch that tonight. Dude, it... It's a fun, dumb stoner film, and right. I wasn't even stoned watching it, but it's just like, like have like an old school 80s era type comedy. Yeah. And it, it's for, I always hate saying this, but it's true for a Netflix movie, not so bad. Because yeah. it's a straight to Netflix film. All right. Yeah, I'm just, right. I'm just like, ah, I get it. Nerds love all this stuff, but I'm, I'm cool with the Batman. Yeah. And the Riddler, like I remember the Riddler being like in that skin tight suit and everything. Now he looks really evil. It just the outfit's different. I was like, I was like, man, this is just depressing. It like it reminds you of that new movie that's getting all that buzz of the Winnie the Pooh as a horror thing. And you're like, you took something that was fun and colorful and made it really dark and scary. Yeah, Blood and Honey. I yes. mean, it's, it's fun to joke about, but I have no desire to watch that film. No, I don't want to see. The premise is hilarious, but right. I don't want to see it. I mean, it seems like an SNL skit, not a real movie. It's like the the Rock Bambi film. Yeah, hunting season. Yes, <laughs> it's exactly that. Right. All right. Why don't we get motivated? Get inspired. All right. Let's effing go. Let's. Tech talks. Starring. The text made. Let's fucking go. Let's go. Actually, then Tony, thanks. Uh, this week, I told people just build each other up. Sometimes. You know, like, like Tony Khan, like Tony Khan. Right. And sometimes like you might not you might not even realize it. Like sometimes you got a buddy or a friend, you know, going through a tough time. Like, don't be don't be afraid to build them up a little bit. Now, if they really screw up, you could tell them that, too. But I don't know. Sometimes I had a buddy that had a little miscue this weekend and he was really down on himself. And I'm okay. like, hey, man, like, it's not that big of a deal. But he was just so embarrassed for himself. And I was like, oh, it's all right, man. Like, you'll be OK. Like, let's let's focus on the good stuff. Like, we did this. We did that. Like, dude, it's funny. Like, I see that a lot with and I was actually thinking about what you just said this morning in wrestling. Like, I, I find that, like, it's such a weird world that everyone I'm around you know, it's like you, you want to be these larger than life confident figures, but behind the scenes, so many of them are so insecure, including myself. But like, it's so funny. Like every once in a while, I'll send a message to one of my buddies. If I see a cool clip or I watch one of their matches, like I watched one of my buddies matches was on like a, a streaming service over the weekend. That wasn't there. Right. It was happening uh, in Portland and he did a great job. So I just sent him a message and you can tell it threw him off because it's like, yeah. he's just so used to it's, it's such a, a, it, for everyone being so insecure, they're also very jealous. A lot of not everyone, but uh, well, I've noticed right. all, I think they I've go hand in hand. It does, man, and I see that a lot. Where like someone like tells you, if I share good news with somebody, I could see it in their eyes that they're mad that the good news wasn't for them, and it bums me out because like if someone tells me good news, I get more excited about that than my own good news. Like right. I love seeing my friends do well, and. I I, I try to make a point of it now whenever I see someone like, especially with the wrestling stuff, because I'm just so immersed in it. When I see a good match or a good performance from one of my buddies, I like pull them aside or direct message them. And it goes a long way. You could just tell 
And they, they quite possibly might be the miserable, jealous person. Hopefully they see someone else being cool to them and being supportive that maybe they don't need to be that miserable, jealous person. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like sometimes, you know, just build each other up. Pump the tires. Pump the tires. Let's F and go. Let's F and go. We all need a Tony Khan in our life. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine? <laughs> Everywhere you went, this guy just gets aggressively supportive of you, curses <laughs> people out. He's a billionaire and he's cursing a reporter. Not at the reporter, but he's cursing out like, you know, the whole situation. Oh, let's go. Oh, man. Financial deltas. <laughs> what the hell is that even? I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm Googling it right now. That's, what did he say? He's the. Let's what? see. I, that, was in the, that was in the early part of that little clip, right? Yeah. So let's see. Financial flow That's f***ing bullshit. <laughs> no one wrestler has ever come in and made a bigger plus delta financial difference in the history of my company plus going into delta this is the third year anniversary difference. this week. Oh, oh, uh, the matches, he carried the Friday night uh, war, uh, which, uh, uh, by the uh, way, is a matter let's of Let's go. Stop it, Tony. Shut up. In the state Tony's going. Tony, put down the Coke. Maybe. Maybe he is. Financial plus delta. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. There's no Wikipedia on it. All right. Somebody will help us. You know, somebody will email us or tweet at us. Like, this is what he means. Or somebody's going to be like, no, nah, man, he was really messed up. That didn't make any sense. Yeah, he just made up some words, you <laughs> he idiots. Just he word. just made up some words. Just The only thing that made sense in what he said was, let's effing go. <laughs> we should start saying that. We're the financial, with a plus delta podcast. <laughs> Our podcast really, you know, it's a plus delta variety. Yeah. No? I, just, I don't know, man. I worry about using the word Delta. <laughs> Why? Because it just feels military or something. <laughs> like People are like, do you two even know what you're telling people? No. Like, no, we're plus Delta. Like, what does that mean? Like, we're not sure either, right. but we're it. <laughs> we're the plus Deltas. Yeah, it sounds like a hate group. I don't know if we want to do that. <laughs> right. PD, you're right. The PD boys. PDP. PD, you down with PDB? P? Yeah, you know. What the hell are we doing? I don't know. <laughs> Why do people listen to this? We got to talk some puck, too. Yes. I got some fun audio, too. Oh, nice. That involves hockey. That I think you'll get a kick out of. So let's talk hockey, uh, sports, maybe a little minor league baseball if I've got some time to throw in there. All right, sure. All right. When the Megacast returns, the Plus Delta podcast. Plus Delta. <laughs> they say I should say something nice about Ted and Steve. These guys are so dumb that you'll feel way smarter just by listening. How's that? The Megacast will be back. If your boyfriend or hubby spends more time at the gym than he spends with you, if his muscular pecs are bigger than your boobs, if his chiseled physique creates pressure for you to look flawless, and his rock-hard abs are actually uncomfortable to lay on, then send him to Planet Fitless. At Planet Fitless, they have trainers who are real overweight dads. Always remember, guys with dad bods make a good pillow, we're always down for pizza, and we're usually more fun. So come get real and sexy. Rated to help guys with hot bods quickly upgrade to the more attractive body type. Planet Fitless. Getting out of the recliner is an ab exercise. Less pressure, more pleasure. I feel like I am stuck at a party that I didn't even want to be invited to. The Megacast is back.
<laughs> Seeing it's a little different. <laughs> he does look pretty fired up. Let's have it go. We just watched Ted watch CM Punk's reaction to it's Tony Khan. Like, it's just funny because Punk is like, like, okay, oh, cool, okay. Yeah, thanks, man. That's pretty you're, good. You're embarrassing us, Tony. You're embarrassing us. <laughs> I mean, look, both things can be true. Yes. Yes, very, 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 very true. Let's effing go. Let's go. Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport. The thrill of victory. And the agony of defeat. This is the Ted Smith's Wide World of Sports. Brought to you by Smith Family Popcorn. Good people. Great popcorn. Let's f***ing go! Yeah, and our sponsors have a new shop. Do they? uh, I think I saw on their Instagram they partnered up with Dell's uh, Frozen Lemonades. Oh, aren't they fancy? Well, you know, on the Cape, it's probably already summer. Yo, they keep they keep growing and keep getting bigger. They might be able to buy us a wrestling promotion. <laughs> Maybe. Popcorn Family Wrestling. Uh, before I get to pro stuff, I do want to give a shout out to the Seattle Thunderbirds. Yeah! Western Conference champions. Dude, I mean, I thought for sure they were going to be done in the first round. Yeah, they went down. So they just they just won Game Seven, right? Last night, last night, three to two. I think the score was. And did they go seven with uh, Portland as well? Either six or seven. Six or seven. I think you're right, though. I think they did do seven. Yeah, they, they, their backs were to the wall in this series. Yeah, I mean, look, I I I can't sit here and tell you I know much about that hockey league or whatever. I just know it's a it's a big effing deal, dude. It's insane. And the crazy part, did did you see what's going to happen to them in this next round? Is this where they their arenas being used? Right. Yes. So I saw somebody say, yes. "Wouldn't it be ironic if we had to play in effort on their ice to win the cup?" That's what I said this morning. I'm like, dude, they should use the Everett rank. I know the Everett. It's a weird thing, but it's better than the idea that they're going with. What are they going with? They're doing two games in Edmonton, two in Seattle, and then the final three in Edmonton. Ooh, Edmonton's got five home games. Compared to our two, they'll be like, well, actually, game six is a home game for the T-Birds, even though it's happening in the arena of the team that they're playing against. Y- yeah, you can't it's, do that. No. Because there's no, there's no way. And also, like, I, look, I'm sure there's some diehards that travel to a bunch of T-Birds stuff. But, I mean, this isn't a pro team. You can't expect a bunch of people to from, drive to Edmonton. Right. I mean, I don't like, I mean, I know it's in Alberta. Yeah. Well, I know uh, Rob, the drummer of uh, Why Only the Wreckage, he said F it and did drive there for Game 7. And did he? It goes really? like five hours. That's awesome. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure five hours from where, though, but I saw his like GPS. He had five hours left on his trip. I'm like, I don't know where he was at that moment. Don't ask me about geography, especially in Canada. I just know <laughs> it's far. Like, anywhere else. Like, I don't know if Climate Pledge was available. Maybe it wasn't. Hell, I mean, maybe you'd have it at like one of like, the Kraken Community Heights at least... It just sucks that they're going to have the game, one of their home games, on the opposing team's ice. Yeah, that just doesn't seem fair because it's like, look, and I, I and I fathom that Edmonton's still in the actual NHL playoffs as well. Yes, but like, look, it's 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 Canada, it's Edmonton. Like they're going to pack that arena. If it's your home game or not, big deal. You get to wear your home colors, right? 
Like, it's still going to be a hostile environment. Right. You get the last uh, line change before certain things. Like, there's certain little things that, like, having home ice advantage. But at the end of the day, the home ice advantage is because you have your home fans in the stands cheering you on. That's the advantage. It's it's a good thing that the Tebers have been good on the road. Otherwise, I'd be really bummed for them. Yeah, and and look, I, I have watched more hockey probably in the last uh, month and a half. Yeah. Like, it seems like home ice in, in hockey is massive. It's huge. I mean, Carolina hadn't lost at home, and then they did in Game 7. Bro, that was nuts. That game was amazing. The Ranger, I thought it was kind of boring. Oh, see, I, I, I like goaltending. <laughs> and I like Shesterkin. See, that's why I like the Battle of Alberta. They were scoring goals at will. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, right now, the Western Conference Finals is all about the offense. And I believe, we'll find out today, the Eastern Conference Finals is going to be all about defense and goaltending. Because you have the two top goalies, great defense for both Tampa Bay and also for the Rangers. taking and, and So they're doing their thing. So the Finals are going to be an insane offensive powerhouse, whether it be Colorado or Edmonton, taking on an a, a, an insane defensive powerhouse in New York or uh, or Tampa Bay. Right, which is kind of the same thing in the NBA Finals coming up uh, tomorrow night. Right. Because Golden State shoots the lights out of the gym. Uh-huh. And, and not that Boston can't score, but they they lock down defense. I mean, they have the Defensive Player of the Year on their team. I think that's fun. The best yeah. offense for what Does defense really win championships? We'll find out. In both right. the NBA and the NHL. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah. But I've been watching a lot of hockey. I still have a couple questions. Like, I think at the, at the end of the day, goaltenders are just a bunch of weirdos. Why are you looking at me when you say that? It's so weird. Those right? guys can be just like not let in a goal. The next night, just like, yeah, five goals went in, man. There's nothing I can do. <laughs> Dude, Mike Smith, man, that guy. I love him. But I understand why a lot of people get mad at that dude, the goalie for the Edmonton Oilers. It's just like he's not clutch. No, I mean, right. Again, last night was another 8-6 game. Yep. Right? And I like it. But it was like 7-3 at one point. It was. Right. Yeah. When I turned it on, right, I think when I turned it on, it was 7. It, they were down like three or four goals. Then they came back to get within one. And then, uh, right, Colorado threw in an empty netter at the end to make it a difference I, of two. I do love the Oilers fans. They're like, that... that that offsides goal, man, really cost us again. I'm like, no, you guys giving up, you know, seven goals before the empty netter is what cost you the game. Well, <laughs> and also, it turns out like all the goal judges are like, I know it sounds crazy, but that wasn't offsides. And I thought they were crazy for saying that. And I just watched this morning, like a guy really break it down. And I'm like, well, son of a bitch, shows I don't know everything about hockey, which I already knew, but I was like, damn, like that. It was such like a a matter a matter of just like a slight touch of the puck. The fact that it wasn't on his stick. It kind of became like a delayed offsides. All right. And that's why it wasn't offsides. And I'm like, that is so crazy. And possession. It was like the way he described it. I understood what he was saying. I couldn't explain it, though. All right. Here's my other question for you. Do forwards just practice like firing from right over the blue line on empty nets all the time? Because it seems like if they get a chance to, they don't miss. It's insane. The, yeah, the, the aim is amazing. And, I, and they, they all—it's always like, from what I can tell, it's always the same wrister. Like yep. it never seems any harder, any yep. or any lower. But it's always like the same motion. And I'm like, they must practice that all the time. And then the practice, the wrist shot's like so easy to, it, for a, a good player. Is the easiest right. kind of shot to control a slap shot. You can probably control like nine out of ten of them, but every once in a while you might be a little off. So I think that's why the wrist shot's the way to go. All right, and then also, when I was watching that Game 7 on Monday evening, right? Uh, so I turned off the Batman to talk to my mom right for a call. while, sat outside, then I was like, oh, Game 7, I'll watch this. Were, were people falling more just because it's warmer? Ooh. It seemed like a lot of edge, like, 
Like you just don't see defenders like kind of trip over themselves too. And I was like, that's a good question. Like I was just like, I could have, I could have just been in my head. I was just like, it seems like they're falling. Well, Is that if you notice it, warm? It, I mean, the fact that you notice it, that means it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like for you to notice it, you watch a lot of hockey. Yeah. You know, soft ice could do that. So right. you might be right. There might have been an ice issue. I have no idea. <laughs> I just know if there's like a wet spot, it seems like it throws dudes off when you're skating. Oh, dude. It's, uh, and, and the crazy part is I remember the longest time I always thought, oh, it's just a giant chunk of ice. But when like you when you watch all those specials about how the ice is made, it's like an inch or two. I think it's like two inches of ice, if that, all right. that before it hits the cement part. All right. Which is crazy to think. That I'm is. Like, yeah, I would just assume that it would be like a giant slab of ice. I don't know why, but that seems to be more logical in my head. But they know more than I do. Did you, uh, I don't know if you caught this, uh, I thought it was pretty funny, uh, uh, one of the female broadcasters for um, Sportsnet, it's like it's like the sports center of uh, ESPN, she talked about that, that controversial goal, All right. but she went full on British when she was talking, and it was just like, everybody's like, since when do we say controversy this way? There you go, but of course, game one was not without some controversy yes. late in the first period. Controversy? I didn't even know that's how you said it. Do people say that in England? That's what BJ was saying this morning. I was like, I've never heard anyone say I watch say the it. Prem a lot. I've never heard anybody say it like that. Controversy? Yes. Yeah. And like certain other terms. Aluminum, I guess, is said differently. Aluminium or right. aluminum. Or I don't know. But I've Petrol's never heard- expensive. Controversy? Yes. Controversy. And I love the guys like, yes. Huh. Yeah, that's a new one for me. Okay. Uh, yeah. And at first I'm like, maybe it's how it is in Canada, but th- it was one of my friends from Canada is like, what the hell is she saying? Is this a new thing? I'm like, okay, it's not a Canadian thing. It's not an, uh, it's not an American thing. And I don't even think she's from, I don't think she's British. I mean, it, I, it, look, it could be. I just, I'm not positive I've heard somebody say it like that. Controversy. Yes. I mean, you and I, we never pronounce anything wrong, so. <laughs> right. I, yeah, like. I don't know, man. That's what I'm saying. I watch a lot of I watch a lot of sports with English announcers. I'm not certain I've I've heard them say that. And I watch F1. They say controversy a lot. Yeah. So then it's not that. If they were saying controversy, I, I, right? I wouldn't be having this reaction. Like what? Controversy. Yes. <laughs> I mean, maybe she just messed it up. Yeah, you might be right. But then why wouldn't she correct herself? Unless she just was like, screw it. The guy. No one here is acting like I say anything weird. So. Yeah, I mean, look, that's a much different level because that's going across Canada. But I mean, like sometimes, like sometimes in my head, I'll say something I know yeah. isn't right, and I'm, there's like that half second where I'm just hoping, like, my, like miles are thrilled, don't pounce on me. Oh, dude, and, but they do. Generally, it's very hard to slip something by. But you know, like that's a that's TV. It's different. So maybe it's like you just keep going, dude. There's been so many times where I like I'm about to say something. I'm like, why am I going to say this? And then I'll tell myself, you're going to say it wrong. So say it the right way. And then I correct myself in my brain and say it the wrong way. My original thought was the right way. <laughs> like I, I still get beat up over. I remember it was like we were talking about uh, a fax meal. Is that like a fax kind of thing? And I said, right. fax, or uh, is it a facsimile? Facsimile? I called it a fax meal. I was to say I don't know what a fax meal. See is. again, I corrected myself, thinking fax meal was the right way, and I said it wrong by saying facsimile or fax meal. They're like, what did you just say? I'm like, fax meal. They're like, what is that? I'm like, you know, when you said a fax. Dude, look, I had one Sunday, right? Like, we had been out. Saturday was, before it started raining hard on Saturday, we grilled a bunch of food. So, like, Friday night, Saturday, we have a blast. Mm-hmm. So, then Sunday, we're at my buddy's house. It is just pouring. Our other friend's like, I got to take a nap. So, I look at my buddy. I go, look, come on. Let's go up to the bar. Like, we got Monday off. Let's get a couple of beers. And the first beer was like, 
like beach blonde, beach bum blonde or something, and uh-huh. IPA, and I'm like, I'll take the beach. I I just couldn't get it out two times in a row. And she just goes, "You okay?" And I go, "It's been a long weekend already. I'll take that one." And she goes, "Okay." She's like, "We're cutting you off. You clearly failed the test." Right, I know. That's why. I, like, and I even like looked at Rob. I go, "Rob, we're just starting. Why can't I speak?" And he's like, "They were like, it, it's okay." And I was like, "I swear to God." But you know me. I already. Like struggle, yeah, but man, yeah, two or three beers, then I get with oh. what we're now calling thick tongue, thick tongue, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I went to say, I think we glossed over it. For those that maybe are a little confused why the WHL finals are the way that they are, it's because the showwear center is having high, high school graduations there. Oh, no kidding. That's what's going on? I think, it, I'm not sure if it's a high school, but their graduations are happening at the showwear center. That makes sense. And that's why they're not able to have uh, three home games in Kent for the T-Birds. Because they probably thought, ah, oh, they're not going to make it that far into the playoffs. Yeah, sure. Rent out the the arena for, for graduation. So, I mean. I mean, that's a tough call, right? Because if you got people flying in from around the country, right. you can't really move a graduation. But also, like, the, the show air centers a lot of things. But it's the T-Birds home. That's, it's the main, the main thing that's, that they do is hockey. Right. So that's rough to be like. Yes. And I guess you can't like be like, okay, come and do it in the afternoon, and then we'll take the wood boards off the the ice, and then we can have a hockey game. I can't, I can't. Ima- I got to imagine there's a lot of curtaining, and like there's a lot to it that other than just having people accept their diplomas. Yeah, and that's got to be a ton of extra money to pay out to change it over that quick and get that crew in there. Whereas, do it in like, between periods, climate right, climate pledge. You're you're a pro arena. You yeah. you could do that. You could host two events and switch them up. Absolutely. Yeah, Damn, that's, that's so weird. Things. I just assumed it was one, like, I don't know, boys to men or something. No, it's graduations. Uh-uh-uh. Right, stupid smart people? Well, we did graduate high school. That's a good point. Based on the way we talk, though, you have to wonder. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be too sure. <laughs> so all they got to do is just sweep it. And that's a good call. You win four games, you don't got to worry about this. Ugh. I mean, I, I will say, though, from what... Uh, granted, I haven't watched it, but from what I can tell on Twitter and stuff, shout out to my buddy to our buddy Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, if they're road dogs, they're road dogs. Maybe that's what they want to do. Yeah, maybe this isn't so much of a controversy yes. that we thought it was. I still like the idea though of winning a title in Everett on their ice, dude. I thought that'd be how epic would that be? Because you know they'd pack the place out. People, for sure. If you're a T Birds fan, you'll make the drive to Everett for a for a finals game, especially Game Six. If it's going that far. But that's always a tough one for that rivalry because you're in the same state. Like, it's yeah. easy to hate Portland or the Tri-Cities and this and that. Like, I mean, do you think Everett fans would show up to cheer for the other team? Maybe. Or they'd just be outside protesting. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've always been like, I'm not that, I mean, it's hard for me to have hatred towards any team when we're rooting on like 16 and 17 year olds. I think it's just kind of a weird thing to have like such disdain All right. for I'm just happy to see any of them do well. Obviously, I lean more towards the T-Birds. I've done a lot with the T-Birds. I've seen more T-Birds games. I'm closer to the T-Birds. You're friends with Cool Bird. I'm friends with Cool Bird. Like, I mean, I, the history goes deep. But I also enjoy, like, I'll cheer on. the If, if the tips were in the situation they're in right now, I'd be cheering them on just as much. Right. Like, I'm not going to be like, no. I'm not, not rooting for them. <laughs> All uh. right, so what's your minor league baseball stuff? Did you happen to see, so uh, what's his name? Uh, Steven Strasburg from the... From the Washington Nationals. All right. So he went down to do a little minor minor league rehab and pitch for the Nationals in like Fredericksburg or. That would make sense. Fredericksburg, Virginia. Right. 
So they have a, a play-by-play announcer. Did you happen to catch the play-by-play of him pitching? No. Oh, my gosh. So his name is Joey Zanaboni. And he prides himself on being a millennial play-by-play guy. He even said, like, on his bio, he says, I'm the play-by-play voice your grandma loves. And he's all about, like, just, like, using... He says, like, I'm I'm inspired by family guy, this, that, and the other thing. So I have a couple clips of him doing play-by-play as Strasburg's just, like, he's just mowing down. He's mowing down batters. Oh, he's striking people out left and right. This guy is so obnoxious. It's amazing. Like, I love how obnoxious he is. It's so great. Also, one of the great things about minor league baseball, you know what I mean? Like, especially, like, if you live in Tacoma, there's sometimes you're going to watch big-time pitchers and players rehab, and you're like, this is awesome. So imagine being this play-by-play guy. He looks like he's in his, like, he says he's a millennial, so he's maybe in his 30s, if not. And he's just having the time of his life doing the play-by-play of Steven Strasburg just dominating. Stras! Ghosting him like an OK Cupid Halloween party. John Stamos, full house, get him out of there, baby! <laughs> ghost him? <laughs> I mean, he used ghost him, okay, Cupid. I mean, that was pretty good reference. He got two in real quick. I mean, he's sitting at home writing those. That's what I said. He probably shows up every day with a notebook of these things to say. He's got to. John Stamos, full house. Steven Strasburg asked for his credit card info and a spam email message. Let's go fishing with a PH. Don't know what that even means. But well, he's awesome. referencing a phishing email. I know that. Oh. What's that to do with him pitching? Maybe the guy's going fishing because he swung in a third strike. Ah. <laughs> Sneak a live cat through a TSA pre-check point. <sighs> Did he just hiss? Yes. <laughs> Sneaking a cat through TSA. <laughs> Sneak a live cat through a TSA Not- pre-check point. <sighs> <laughs> now see that guy's on coke. It's <laughs> some more from him. Tease again. Let's get freak nasty. I don't even know. Is he freak nasty? Yeah. What was that first part? Tease again. <laughs> Brendan Collins, very good. Off- now said that has a normal voice. <laughs> Brendan Collins, very good off speed. Is nothing like his though. Freeze it like pay raises at a poorly run cryogenics laboratory. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the guy in the background finally got him to break? It's, I mean, that's going to be the color commentator that's just like, all right. You got me on that one. You got me with the cryo joke. <laughs> Isn't this kid amazing? That's unbelievable. <laughs> He's all over now the internet. People are sharing his stuff. I'm like, Joey Zanaboni, man. He's minor the future. Ba- I mean, minor league baseball has always been the Wild West, mm-hmm. right? Like, yep. I see the pickles. They're starting. And the pickles are only in, like, a what? They're, like, half-year team? They're like the college league for college kids that are not in college at that time, right? right. Is it's that like what like, it is? It's almost like Cape Cod League, right? Like, yeah. Like, half-league. So I see them. They're having a ball. And then have you seen what's going on with that other team? The Bananas? Yeah, that's doing all the dancing and everything. The that, Savannah Bananas. Yeah, those guys are crazy. Dude, it's awesome. Yeah. But I, ba- love I feel it. like minor league baseball has always been the hotbed for like weird stuff that gets going in sports. They have fun. They yeah. Say, like, screw it. Like, we can have a guy do this. Well, in Speak baseball. Live cat through a TSA pre check point. <sighs> Plus, baseball allows you the time. Yes. Like in hockey, right? You have Chuck a puck. 
But that's during the periods. Then they're back out yeah, there. Like, right. baseball, there's so much dead time between oh. innings and pitches. Like, yeah, you could do stupid stuff. The whole team can have a dance. Oh, it's so great. It's so great. Yeah, dude. I, I, was just like, I see he also does, like, play-by-play for, like, the junior St. Louis Blues, which sounds like it's, like, a junior hockey thing. It's got to be. Uh, he does an a, a indoor professional soccer team as well. All right. Like, he's just doing everything. I'm like, I don't know what this – at some point, he needs to do a pro game. Someone needs to give him the chance. I just want to hear what he'll do. Like, will he tone himself down or will he be hissing on the microphone? <laughs> Hit him one more time. All right, same one? Yeah. Uh, this is the greatest one. Sneak a live cat through a TSA pre-check point. <laughs> what does it even mean? I don't know. What is that voice? Sneak a cat. All of them. Like, what is this like? Stamos, full house, get him out of there, baby! baby. All right, so it had to be a full count, right? <laughs> and then he struck him out. <laughs> Straz! Ghosting him like an okay Cupid Halloween party. That felt personal. Yes. <laughs> Did he talk str- about you, Sheila? Did he strike out at that party? <laughs> she was like, I'm just sick of listening to you tell me all these stupid little, little catchphrases that you have. Just have one and just stick with it. You got 50. I'm going to use some nerd sex. Sneak it in. It's like, no, 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 no. We're not sneaking anything in. Come on, Sheila. Sneak a live cat through a TSA pre-check point. <laughs> the hiss is just sells it. And the best part here is somebody sitting next to him, as we heard at that last right, one. What's the last one that breaks oh, the, the, Cairo, <laughs> the Cairo, Cryogenics one? Freeze it like pay raises at a poorly run cryogenics laboratory. <laughs> I, don't, I can't even tell if that guy's laughing for real. Or he's just like, oh, okay. He's like, I'm just trying to get a gig in the pros. Right. And I'm next to this Zapparoni guy. What right. the hell? He's, th- he's thinking, I played nine years in the MLB. Right. I have like, a World Series ring on my finger right now. Right. I struck I struck out Barry Bonds once. What am I doing? I'm done with my life. And what am I doing? I'm next to this guy. Brendan Collins, very good off speed. It's nothing like his show. Who? I don't know. I can't even tell what he's trying to say on that one. Tease again. Let's get freak nasty. That's what he says in the let's bedroom. Let's get freak nasty. <laughs> Sheila, let's get freak nasty. Sneak that cat somewhere. <laughs> All right. All right. We got to get out of here. Uh, we'll be back next week. Yeah, man. All right. Got a lot to promote next week. Do we? Oh, I forgot to tell you. Ironically, uh, yeah, we do. I'll talk to you about it. I, I had two thoughts went through my head right there. Sorry. Okay. Do you want to share any of them or we're good? No, no, because I'm not sure the answer and I'm not sure if we're supposed to talk about stuff, something. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Well, you know, if you wanted to, feel free to sneak it in. Sneak a live cat through a TSA pre-check point. <laughs> I love that guy. All right, follow us on Twitter at the Megan Cast. Yeah, man. <laughs> One last time, hiss for us.